Welcome to the In Awe Podcast, where we amplify women by sharing their unique stories and empower a community through the mission and their message. I am your host, Sarah Johnson, a former school teacher and principal turned author and entrepreneur, living my own leap of faith on a mission to teach masses. Each week, we will feature stories from women who will leave us all in awe of their impact on our world. Welcome back to the In Awe Podcast and our final episode on the Independent Series. When I look at the four women whose stories have been featured this month, I am simply in awe of them, and I hope you have enjoyed their journeys as much as I. Today's guest is so special to me, and I am excited to share her with you all today. Kristen Tischer's creative spirit stokes her passion for entrepreneurship, and her biggest outlet comes through her thriving photography business. What started as a desire to capture moments with her own children and that of her friends has flourished into a service to others as they archive some of their most important and precious life moments. Kristen Tischer Photography is her independent adventure that has Kristen living out her passion from behind a camera lens. By day, Kristen serves the Spooner School community as the lead administrative assistant at the high school. She and her husband have four children, ages eight and under, and they live a full and blessed life in Wisconsin's gorgeous Northwoods. In this episode, we learn how Kristen developed her talent for photography by actually teaching herself. She shares how her experiences working from a young age with family-owned businesses taught her much of what she needed to know to launch her own small business. From her story, we learn how we too can use our gifts of creativity and develop them into something special that serves others. I am proud to share with you Kristen Tischer's independence story. Welcome, Kristen Tischer, to the In Awe podcast. I am so elated to have you as a guest featured on this series, and I cannot wait for my listeners to come to your incredible story today. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. So Kristen is being featured on the Independent Series, which has much to do with entrepreneurship. So Kristen, would you just want to share with the listeners a little bit about your current context and what you're up to in the world? Sure. Um, I am living in Spooner, Wisconsin. I am an Illinois transplant. We've been here for about three years. Um, I am married and we have four children that are ages eight and under, um, a big crazy dog. And uh, we're just kind of enjoying life, figuring out what we're doing. Um, We've kind of been all over the place in terms of careers and living locations. And currently I am working in the main office of the high school in Spooner and my husband teaches there as well. So we're kind of just enjoying summer right now, which is fabulous. And um, on the side, I have a kind of a budding, growing um, photography business that I love getting to put all of my creative energy into. And that's really what we want to focus on. But before we get to that, for the listeners, most of you know that I worked at Spooner. So yes, in fact, Kristen was one of the many blessings of my life during that season and was able to hire this fantastic leader in our building who just had a ton of gifts. And so wanted to share her with you listeners for a wide variety of reasons, but one of them just being this idea you say you have kind of like this side gig yes (laughs) it's been fun to watch it grow over the years and so would you just share Kristen just talk about your photography business for a little bit like what got you started and what what kind of lessons have you learned and um 
and just maybe what fuels your passion to continue to do that, despite the fact that you've got this gaggle of children. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, the gaggle of children is actually kind of what started it off um, when Addie was born eight years ago, which is still blowing my mind. But um, when she was born eight years ago, we did the whole, you know, maternity photos, newborn photos, um, and just kind of staring down that, like, I love capturing those little moments in time because they go so, so fast. I love seeing um, my family and my loved ones on my walls, blown up. Um, and just knowing that a financially, um, it was going to be hard to do that as often as I wanted to hire, you know, a, a professional photographer to capture my own moments in time. Um, and just kind of knowing that that was something I had always been interested in. Um, that's kind of where it all began. I bought my first camera when she was probably about six months old and just played around at home, took pictures of her, of the dog, of, you know, whatever I could get my hands on as I was teaching myself how to use this camera in manual mode. Cause that I knew that was going to give me the, you know, the results that I wanted and so from there, I mean, it really was nothing for the first probably five years or so. It was just, you know, having this camera, teaching myself how to use it, taking pictures of my own family um, before I ever even thought about doing anything, you know, professionally with it or taking pictures of anyone else. It wasn't until um, we were living in Cameron and I had two kids at the time, so Addie and Jace, he would have been probably about a year old. And I think I kind of started out um, just with friends and family. It was, you know, my sister-in-law and her little girls. Um, hey, you want to come over and let me practice on you? Let me get some more, you know, experience? Because I'm thinking maybe kind of I might want to do something with this. Um, and it kind of just grew from there. Um, I upgraded equipment. I taught myself more. I absorbed all of the tutorials online. Um, basically, I mean, it's all I've been self-taught. Um, I've worked with other photographers to kind of get the lay of the land, if you will. Um, I second shot for free some weddings before I ever decided to jump into that world. Um, so it's just kind of evolved very organically over time into what it is now. And what is it now? <laughs> what is it now? I'm yeah. still figuring that out. Um, I delved into the studio world for just a very small moment in time. Um, if any of you are in Spooner or follow me at all, you'd see, you know, coming soon or, you know, new exciting things happening. I rented out a studio space in Spooner. Um, that I had for about probably seven months without ever actually truly opening it. Um, I did all the work to, you know, remodel it. It was so cute. I uh, used it quite a bit just with, you know, um, clients that I already knew that were already reaching out to me, whether that was newborn photos or first birthday shots. Um, but I just, my heart wasn't really in it. So I kind of let that one go without ever truly opening. Um, so what it is right now is mainly weddings and family photos. And that's kind of, I found my niche and that's where I like to be. So I kind of think that's where it will, you know, evolve into. We'll slowly start weaning out of, you know, the baby and the little kid stage and just be able to focus on a couple main 
um, you know, target clientele, if you will, so that I can really hone in on that and be good at, you know, one or two things instead of doing a lot of other things. Well, it's really fun to somebody who's watched you evolve over the span of a few years, just see how you are able to scale in this way. And hearing you say that you are self-taught and I know that many of my listeners have, you know, skills that they may want to start delving into with a passion like you, just enjoying it and then seeing if maybe you could turn it into something and, and finding that your passion benefits others. Because I can speak from experience that Kristen just has this really open, loving heart to give and a real gift with the photography. And so what were some of the things that you had to learn aside from just the skill, because there's, you know, getting your word out there. Um, You said that you worked with some photographers to learn it, but I know from this entrepreneurial standpoint, there's the business aspect. So what are some of the things that were most either surprising or the things that you don't even think about anymore, but you had to to gain new skills to learn to do? Sure. Um, You know, so growing up, this was kind of something I always saw myself doing not photography itself, but just, you know, owning a small business, doing my own thing. Um, at the age of, I think I was 14 when I got my first job and it was a family owned business. It was a retail store. I worked there all the way through college. I truly saw myself, you know, buying that business from them when they retired and just kind of going that path. Um, we ended up moving out of state and, Sure enough, I ended up working for another small family-owned business um, when we were in Minnesota. And that's just always been kind of a true passion of mine. So from early on, I saw the back end of everything in terms of, you know, how operations work, how um, small businesses work in terms of, you know, employees, purchasing, invoices, customer service, you name it. I've kind of, you know, held um, a role in all of that. So... It wasn't anything that I didn't know, I guess, in terms of um, kind of starting my own business. In fact, I've had a few other little small businesses along the way. I've done a couple different things on Etsy. Like when we were first married, I was doing, you know, paper products for weddings. As my um, interests change you know, it kind of has gone with the seasons. And when we first got married, I was doing wedding stuff. When I was having babies, I was doing baby stuff because it was just stuff that I enjoyed. And so now I've kind of moved on and now I'm doing the photography thing. And I kind of think each step helped me along the way in terms of kind of setting up the businesses, um, you know, doing the tax ID numbers, setting up your sales tax, doing all of the things that come along with owning your own small business, um, you know, getting the word out there, the marketing, you name it. I guess it's just kind of evolved. Like, I don't feel like I really jumped in two feet and had to figure it all out at once. It kind of just happened. Um, so I guess I, I don't know if I have, you know, the right advice because I feel like I've done it over the course of 15 years, if that makes any sense. It makes a lot of sense. And that's what you hear is that um, the success, remember, doesn't happen. Right? It's the 
span of a lot of years of work. And so I love that you're in that and highly gifted. It's really fun because Kristen was um, and still is actually the lead administrative assistant in the main high school office of the school. And to watch your, it was fun to kind of discover your gifts and then be able to use them in the setting that you're in um, with some graphic design and some marketing and things like that. What do you think listeners might benefit from in regard to the marketing as kind of the most beneficial thing that you've learned maybe in the last two years? Um, I would say the biggest thing that I taught myself was uh, building my website and how SEO plays into that. And that's the search engine optimization. So just when you're building your website and having a blog and how that all ties into how people can find you. Um, my main clientele, especially in the summer, are families that are coming from the cities, coming from other states because they have you know cabins in the area and they want to do these big extended family sessions. And they're finding me simply based based on Googling photographers in the area. And if I wasn't there, if I hadn't put myself out there, I wouldn't have the business that I have now because people wouldn't be able to find me. Yeah, SEO. That's a word that I'd never heard of until probably eight months ago. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a big one. <laughs> That's awesome. So kind of going back, just this, this idea of your entrepreneurial spirit, which I just love. You are a person who has many interests and actually many talents. And would you want to share with the listeners a little bit about your educational background? It's kind of veering off the topic just a little bit, but I think it's so cool because it kind of ties to this idea of a independent spirit um, that you have. And, and of course, we know life brings us in different paths but I always loved hearing you kind of retell this to people that were wondering. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So you see me in a role that, you know, in theory, you know, I could probably do with a high school diploma. And so for when people ask me, well, what did you go to school for? Or how did you end up here? And I say, well, actually, I have a degree in animal sciences. I was pre-vet. Um, I was going to go into large animal veterinary and then I stopped. <laughs> so that's actually what I, um, I received my bachelor's of science in animal sciences from the University of Illinois. Um, and then kind of just life took me in a different direction. Life took you in a very different direction. It's <laughs> very, <laughs> yes. <laughs> One of the things that I just love too is that you hadn't been uh, a school administrative assistant until you were hired at Spooner. And so um, just kind of with that idea again of, of jumping in and this independent spirit, it's been fun to see that in you and to watch it grow into something really kind of wonderful that you make the role. What is the one thing do you think that was um, kind of the eye-opening experience jumping into that role? I think honestly to tell you that um, my background in retail really kind of paved the way, which is weird to say, but working in an office in a high school, honestly, it kind of boils down to customer service. When you think about all of the public that you're dealing with, whether it's, you know, the family members, the parents, the students themselves, um, how are you presenting yourself? Truly, my background in retail prepared me for that. I love it. So you just never know. Hey, listeners, you never know your life is going to lead, right? <laughs> in regard to this kind of like independent entrepreneurial spirit, you mentioned that moved around quite a bit and you're not, you know, you're not located where you had grown up and, and met your wonderful husband, Josh. Do you, is this kind of like an attitude of independence where you 
kind of travel the world and see things or what do you what do you think about you and your husband has led you to a few different locations? Well, I guess it was never intentional. Um, I always saw myself living in my hometown. Um, I just, you know, I grew up there. I my parents still live in the same house that I grew up in. And I just always saw myself living there. Uh, but then I met my husband and his dream was to, you know, move this way up north. His family grew up, um, you know, all of his family's located in the Minnesota area and that's where he spent his summers. And so I followed him, honestly, like the day that I met him, he goes, no, you know, I'm not going to get involved with you because I'm moving. And I said, oh no, it's fine. I'll follow you. Like was crazy <laughs> at, you know, 19 years old, probably, but his dream was to, um, go to get his master's, um, through a graduate assistant program. And so we ended up in St. Paul, he was coaching football, the hours were crazy. Um, and so that's kind of when our journey started. So we were in Minnesota for, I think, you know, five years, he graduated with an educational leadership degree and then didn't want to teach anymore. So we kind of just hopped around. He worked construction for a while. He got a job with um, Union Pacific Railroad that brought us over to Cameron. Um, eventually the railroad furloughed him. I was pregnant. We needed work. Um, and so then that's how I found myself at Spooner. I'm interviewing for this job at 18 weeks pregnant, hoping I don't look pregnant so that someone will hire me. And, um, so that's just kind of, you know, the journey happened very organically. It was never intentional. Um, and so just kind of, I think, being out of my element, being out of my comfort zone is kind of what prompted me to, I mean, that's how I found my job in Minnesota. I was looking for a small family owned business. I was looking, you know, for that work family to kind of, you know, be comfortable, be kind of feel that ties towards home. Um, and photography kind of does the same thing for me. Um, it helps me meet like other people in the area. It helps me build this community. And it's just really nice to have those connections with people. Well, and I, I love so much of your story and Josh um, coming along. And, and for the listeners, I think it's a really cool story to hear about. And I sometimes I don't even realize the value in it until I rethink and retell. But we were in a really big pickle, um, honestly, at the end of August. Yep. <laughs> and Kristen was so great. She came in so late, in fact, that it wasn't even official when you're doing open house with us. And then along right. comes your husband who has, it's just wonderful because if you're working in the state of Wisconsin, you understand how hard it is to find tech ed teachers. And we found ourselves needing one um, days before school started. And we had just adopted this certification process in the state which allowed for an individual who had a teaching license with the trades connected to um, to join the team. And I, I'll never forget Josh and I sitting um, and then, you know, we already hired you. And <laughs> <laughs> I think I called him. He was working on a job site. And I said, hey, if you can get here, my principal wants to meet with you. He's like, well, I'm in like work boots and dusty and gross. Like, can I change first? I'm like, no, just come. It'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah, it's the best ever because the the mascot is the rails and I'm so thankful for the gift of the two of you coming and and you know my listeners are aware fully of the fact that I have a faith that believes in timing and so Josh just coming off the rail uh, road and then pouring so much into the students and the learning community over there and just seeing the two of you become set up such a part as you mentioned of the community has been um, as I sit here and think about it just a really 
large gift for so many. And I love that part of your story and love so much that uh, you're able, that you're blossoming and you're growing in this photography. Do you have any, any kind of like immediate plans for any future growth or any other um, entrepreneurial projects that you have going on? Or are you just going to kind of keep growing this photography piece? I thought about that. I think about it all the time. And I don't know that I'll really ever step away from what I'm doing. There's something to be said about, you know, a guaranteed income. I'm paying into my (laughs) retirement. I have four kids. Um, It works so well because I'm off, you know, on the breaks and I'm off a majority of the summer where it's really not conflicting at all with what we're doing as a family. And so I'm able to do the photography at the same time where I don't think I would ever actually step away and just do photography. So what I kind of see myself doing is, like I had mentioned earlier, just kind of honing in on what I want it to look like. I, you know, at, at one point in time, I was taking any and every job that came my way because we were, you know, financially, I thought we needed to. But we're getting to this point where, you know, we've been smarter. We've gone through Dave Ramsey's financial plans. We've paid all of our debt off. And now we can really start thinking about what we want to do rather than what we have to do. And so that's where I can really just kind of take on the projects that I love um, and not feel like it's a burden or like it's something I have to be doing. And so I think I think that's really where my business will go in the future. I'll focus on weddings because I love them. I'll focus on family sessions because they're fun and then kind of just let the rest fall to the side. I cannot emphasize enough what a gift you are, Kristen. And- for listeners, if you are local or interested in having Kristen come, she is very gifted. And I will, of course, make sure to link up all of her um, contact information. And she is the one who did my headshots. And I'll, I'll swear, I, I hope I'm like 85 and I'm still laughing at that session. They were so, so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Just enjoying it because there's this natural ability that you have, Kristen, to make people feel comfortable. And and that creativity is something that I hope you never, ever allow to douse. I, I was always blown away with the next thing that you were doing. Um, you know, the idea that you're making custom clothing and your graphic design ability and just this, this creativity that has such a fired, like passionate, uh, space that comes right out of you. And I just love so much that that you're in space now that you're able to be selective and just really enjoy it because it really is a gift that you've been given Kristen. Well, thank you. I just, I don't know how to not do things. So (laughs) it keeps me, you know, it keeps me um, passionate. It keeps me happy Um, when I can step away from, you know, the kids and my husband and crazy life and just have a little bit of me time. It's really great for recharging and, you know, keeping me sane. So (laughs) even though I feel like I have like 5,000 pokers in the fire and I'm doing all these different things, it truly helps me kind of stay centered and stay so I'm not crazy (laughs) with, you know, whether that's counterproductive or not, it works for me. Well, and I love it because you've, you've kind of schooled me on this idea too. Um, because you know, over the years you, over the years that we worked together, you added on a lot of layers with those babies and yeah, I mean, it was a, it wasn't an, it wasn't a, super slow time by any means in a school system. So, you know, there's a a different balance that everybody's living now, which is wonderful, but you've also got, you know, small children in different phases. And I, I love so much that 
you know, conventional wisdom, of course, is rest. Um, but I think that you gifted me with this idea that if your rest means that you are um, engaging in a passion, that's rest too. Absolutely. I, yeah, I've definitely seen that in you and, and it lights up your fire and it, it gifts to the world. So it's really kind of wonderful to hear that. So I have a couple of questions for you, Kristen, that I always ask on this podcast and I'm excited to hear your answers. And I know the listeners will really appreciate your wisdom here. So if you had an opportunity to write a letter to yourself at any age or stage, what do you think you'd say? Oh, gosh, I feel like I could go a few different directions with this. Um, I could go back to the high school me who was so involved in art and ceramics and all this creative stuff who applied for vet school because that was also a passion of mine, Um, even though my teachers themselves were saying, no, no, no go into something creative. And I said, no, you know, I love animals. This is what I want to do. Um, <laughs> so I mean, I could take that person and say, hey, go with the flow. Wherever you end up at, it is fine. Everything will work out. You'll do what you're meant to be doing. Um, I could also go to the me like three years ago who is you know, in the trenches, financially, brand new babies, felt like the whole world was crumbling down around me. And again, I mean, really the same advice, stay the course, you know, everything will eventually play out the way it's meant to be. You will be where you're supposed to be as long as you have faith and you stay the course. That's wonderful. And I think really important for all of us to hear is you in any stage, you can listen to the wise sages in your life or you can ignore them. Yes. <laughs> we also know that our paths are going to land where they're supposed to. And I, I love that you mentioned just have faith. And and for the listeners, there's been uh, many challenges in, in Kristen's life, uh, personal life that, um, you know, would test some of the most um faithful people and mm-hmm. just being in the presence of you while you're you know, challenged with a lot of that, you continue to be an inspirational um, gift to the world, Kristen. So I just wanted to make sure to say those things that you could hear them again, um, since I have Thank you. (laughs) And that means so much coming from you, because like you said, you were there for some of the, you know, deepest, darkest times in my adult life. And, you know, hearing you say that, it means a lot. Kristen, you, um, you really embody a strong, powerful woman who also builds strong, powerful people around them. And I just hope you continue to see that in yourself. And um, actually, before we get to the next question, I want to point that out because one of the things that I've seen you do is you've mentioned that you leaned on other photographers in your entrepreneurial world, but I've also seen you kind of spread the wealth. You don't have a scarcity mentality. You're like, come to the table. Do you want to give some community over competition? Yes. When I was first starting out, you will not be everyone's cup of tea. I do not need to be the only photographer in Spooner because not everyone's going to like me. And that is totally fine. Like if I can help other people, you know, there's, there's not a limit to the business that is out there. I I'm not, you know, um, scared to have other people being successful around me because it's just not a good way to live life, I guess is the easiest way to say it. 
Well, it's not, but it'd be so easy to, um, you know, want to create this monopoly. But I just love watching that spirit flow through you and, um, you know, on your blog where you'll share other people, uh, you'll share their work. And it really is just a really wonderful way to operate in life. And so I wanted to give you kudos to that, too. Well, thank you. We all need a little more of that in our lives. We need to bring others in and and amplify others, too. So thank you for doing that. Absolutely. Okay, so for my my last question here on the Inab podcast, if anybody's listening and they've been hearing, you know, your story, Kristen, and they're they find themselves in a pit of fear or doubt, maybe they have their own passion and they just haven't been able to be brave enough to launch out. What words do you think they need to hear you say right now? Do good recklessly. I just was reading this the other day and it just really spoke to me. Like go out and do good, like regardless of whatever possible ramifications there could be, just do good. And obviously that's, you know, talking more towards, you know, paying for someone's groceries in front of you, opening the door for someone, whether, you know, you think it might be a scam or it might not just do it anyways, do good so that you feel good about what you did. And I feel like the same thing could kind of be said about jumping into something you're passionate about. Just do it, do it with your whole heart. You'll never know if you don't start. So kind of just taking that first step and going for it and see what happens. Oh, I love it. And I've never, I've not heard that do good recklessly. I, I think we need to put that on a, a billboard. Around yes. Yes. I love, I love it. it. I just, it was really only a couple of days ago. It was a Facebook post that was going around about, you know, someone who had paid for groceries for the person in front of them. And then after that person left, the person behind them was, well, you know, that's a scam, right? She just wanted you to pay for her groceries. And the lady's like, you know, maybe that's the case, but what if it's not? Like, I still feel good at the end of the day that I helped someone. So just do good recklessly. That's beautiful. And I can't wait to see you continue to walk that one out in your own way, because I know you will. You're an ideal lady that has a vision that carries it out. And I just love it. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, Kristen. So I know our listeners are going to want to get in touch with you. What do you think is the best way for them to get a hold of you if they'd like to engage with you after this interview? Well, shameless plug here, but you can either Google me or go right to my website, kristentisherphotography.com. You can see my work, scroll through, you know, my blogs. There's a contact information right there on you, you know, learn a little bit more about me and just reach out. I'd love to see, you know, if we mesh and if I'd be someone you'd be interested in working with. Hard to think that any of my listeners wouldn't. Uh, Kristen, I just, it's been so joyful for me to sit and chat with you again and hear your fire again. And I just am so grateful that you're in this world. And I really thank you for taking the time away from your busy family life um, on a weekend to have this interview with me and provide this awe-inspiring chat for our listeners to hear. Well, I'm glad we finally did it. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you. I continue to be completely awe-inspired by every single guest on this podcast, and I am so grateful every time you choose to share, rate, review an episode. It matters so greatly to the mission and the message of our guests, and I appreciate every time you help one another rise by lifting up the message. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you being a part of this awe-inspiring community.